Welcome to our session on the process of PBL. I'm Chuck Comrie. I teach fourth grade at Zealand Christian School. And I'm Kim Vanderzog, and I teach fourth grade at Holland Christian School. And Chuck and I have worked together um, through the summers a couple of years uh, in coordination with the Ottawa area ISD um, as we learned this process and have been implementing it since then. So. And so we'll be walking through the process of PBL, and we'll be doing it through a, a, like the lens of kind of the buzzword uh, design thinking or the design process. And so we have something called the creative sequence that will take us through that. And so as we go, uh, we'll try to kind of show you what stage we're in, but it starts with observation and gets the validation. Normally, like a training like this would take up to like two full days, and we're going to do it in like 45 minutes. Um, you know. Which is okay so, because it's, time constraints are very real. So you will experience yes. the feel of time constraints. Right. Today. And this is something, I think we think of PBL and we think of a huge project that spans weeks, you know, and it could be something that you do in a class period. Um, we also will be using protocols that you can use outside of like a project-based learning uh, situation. So hopefully um, through this you'll have some tools that you can walk away uh, with. But uh, one thing we talk about often at the area ISD where we both uh, did some training and, and then we worked together on some different things is that the secret of the universe is you learn the work by doing the work. So that's a, kind of a quote from like Harvard College of Education or something like that. So um, as Kim said, and we wanted you to get started on um, the six-word memoir, uh, which is kind of coined by Ernest Hemingway, I think, um, who did like "For Sale, Baby Shoes Never Worn." Okay, very deep. Um, but then another one, "Life Changed When I Became Brave." He won my heart with bacon. So uh, when we get started in this process, we want to create a culture. And so this is like the first thing to just, as a group, um, kind of start breaking down uh, some of those barriers and getting to know each other more than anything. And so uh, with the six-word memoir, we want you to write six words that you feel like encompass who you are, essentially. Did I do an okay job? You did great. So we're going to give you about two minutes to come up with your own. And then your popsicle stick is going to indicate what group you're going to get together with. And you're going to share with your group what you created. No more than 30 seconds per person. So let your words, your six words, encompass it all. You can't add a whole narrative when you present it later. <laughs> so go ahead and work for two minutes. We have our little timers here. So hopefully by five minutes and 45 seconds, we will have all shared with our group. And then we will move on. So. And who doesn't like a dog time? <laughs> Ten more seconds, and you can come up with multiple as well, so. and then share your favorite. I did write two up here as well, uh, in cursive for the life of the world, and in English for the life of the world. All right, so look at your popsicle stick that is in front of you, and find the same color popsicle stick people. Make a little group and share your six word memoirs. I'm going to 
put down things you really have no control over? Sure, absolutely, yep. Because we're designing here. We have to start to think a little bit outside of the box and get a little crazy. So put down the things that we don't feel like we have control over. Maybe we can come up with a way that we do. moment to look over your personal list and maybe star your top one or two that you really feel need to be addressed the most at this point. do is we're going to have you go to the nearest chart paper. One of you should be the scribe and you should take turns sharing one item off your list. Begin with the most important. The scribe will get that up there and then you work around your circle once and then if you have time go again this time off for your second. Don't re-say one somebody else said. So if someone has one of yours up there pick a different one off your list. Okay? We'll go till our timer runs out. So um, maybe the front group here can move to the front part and just kind of go to the nearest part. Of the part. On the wall.
symmetry, you know, you can try to get it in five different spaces. If you're someone who's creative, you know, you can like, what are they thinking? And then you put it there. Or what are they saying? And you put a little speech bubble, right? Um, and so at this point, we're, we'll probably give you like five-ish minutes, or we'll kind of see uh, how much time you need. And make Any sure questions? that what you write is still related to that driving question. So still related parent-teacher conferences, how are these parents seeing the parent-teacher conference? All right? Okay. Go. Yeah, we can too. I meant to bring one from last <laughs> So next is the gallery walk. 
problem, like there are stakeholders involved, okay? And so um, you can use this to try to think, well, how do, how do these people think? And, and empathy activity is always good for kids anyway. We're trying to get them in the shoes of somebody else. Like, even if you're talking about the subject of, like, abolishing slavery, we always want to go to the lens of the slaves, right? But what, what would happen if we had them look through the lens of the, the slave owners and other people that are affected, you know, in the economy and the government? You know, how does, how does that change maybe their perspective on that event, right? And so uh, a good activity that we can have our kids do with different things. But obviously, as we're trying to solve this problem and come up with a great and meaningful experience, we want to we want it to be good for them, right? And for us, of course. But um, so, what we want you to do now is a little gallery walk. So, just walk and look at what other people came up with, um, and uh, yeah, just take a look and then head back to your seats for now. Whatever that is now, I don't know. You're all over. We're going to move you again anyway, so that's that's right. Matter. Don't get too
as we said earlier, and we're just giving you one idea of what you could do for that stage. We call them protocol. We're just doing one protocol for each stage. However, there are many. If you really start to study deep into this, there are many ways that you could um, work through uh, the different stages of this. But um, we're going to move on to the incubation stage now. This is where you are going to, you, you kind of got the feel. You've got your mind on it. You've thought about the things that don't go right. You've thought about the people that are affected by this. And now you're ready to start to say, maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do that. Maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do that. Um, it has to, we're going to do the idea quota. It has to be a time where you create tons of ideas, some of them very practical, some of them completely off the wall. Um, we, we like to talk about the rule of thirds with this. Um, One-third of the ideas are going to be the expected ones that you're kind of expecting to come up with. Um, some of them are going to be breakthrough. They're somewhat unpredictable. And then there's a third of them that are going to be crazy. And those are the provocative and the unique ones. And you want to have that. You want to get to that point. So as you're starting to write your ideas, don't limit yourself. The sky's the limit. Do some normal, but do some crazy ideas, too. Um, we, always, we like to think about when Edison created the light bulb, he, he did just one try and it was done. And I think it was like over 9,000 tries before he had a light bulb that actually worked. So um, we need to come up with a lot of ideas. If we were in the classroom and we had a, a longer period of time, we'd maybe say to the class, we're going to give you 10 minutes. We want 200 ideas out of this whole group. Um, for right now, what we're going to say is we're going to give you two minutes, and we'd love 15 ideas from each of you. There are sticky note pads laying around. Break them up so that you each have some or find a pad that doesn't have anybody buy it and snatch it. And one idea per sticky, okay? So you write an idea, you take it off, smack it on the table. Write another idea, take it off, smack it on the table. This is fast. This is just your brain firing and you writing them down. Some of them will never get used and that's fine, but if you don't go crazy, maybe the one that does get used won't get invented yet. So really just go for it, okay? Um, two minutes, go. What idea about the driving Sorry. question? Yes, back to so, the driving question. What can we do to make so your teacher what conferences? would make the most meaningful parent yes. teacher conference? Should we put that question That's why we have you by grade level because it's different for high school and middle school. Elementary. So then as a group, you'll share those things. Oh, you're just, I see. Can we get the driving question back up there? Or is that too much of a fuss? We can, but then we won't have a time. Good point. No. Stops firing, read the question again. Maybe it will spark something new.
All right, your two minutes is up. Now, with your group, we want you to silently, like, put uh, the same ideas, kind of like cluster ideas, so that, like, themes are emerging from your different ideas. So without words, let's take a few minutes and see if you can find some themes in what you're doing.
Yeah. <laughs> As I keep walking over it. Let's see, so is this, which one are we on? That's nine. So the, the next thing we need to do, we're going to lead into what we call the NUF test. And there's so many different ways you can use this in your classroom as well. NUF meaning new, useful, and feasible. Does it pass that test kind of thing? Okay. And so what you're going to do with your categories and all the ideas is just kind of look as a group. And in your conversation, you might have kind of ideas are emerging already. See if you can come up with like three ideas, and it doesn't have to be one from each category. It could be like three from one of the categories, or a combination, or whatever, because um, some kind of fit in both, or whatever. So an idea would be like, um, like that group back there is like candy and treats, right? <laughs> like sugar them up, or you know, make sure like we make this experience something that they enjoy and something that's not not as like serious or whatever. Okay, candies and snacks. All right, so that could be an idea. All right, um, and so what you're going to do is you're going to write the three ideas. Um, and then you're going to rate each idea on the NUF test from 0 to 10. So the, if it's like a 30 score at the end, that's like the best idea ever. Because it's new, useful, and feasible. Right? Uh, but like idea one for me, it was very new. Uh, it was kind of useful, but feasibility doesn't really seem possible. But I add these up, and then I got 19. Okay? The second idea, it's not that new. It's pretty useful, but it's very feasible. So I'm going to give that a 17. And then the third idea, you know, it's probably the most biblical, all sevens, and then it's 21. Okay, at the end. So that's how, does that make sense? If it doesn't, we'll walk around. But yeah, we'll bring around chart paper, but start coming up with those three ideas. And then we're going to vote on these next, and we'll explain that. So, five minutes to come up with three ideas from everything you got there. So, 
especially if it's very good. I think the parents like it too because it gives them time to think about it. So, here's an idea. Like, we should put them all together. Or if it's whatever. And then, they get four dots. And one dot for each. Then they get this, like, that group only has five people. They might all choose them. Let's do that. Shall I offer that wall? Do you just move those other two posters on either side of the doors? And then,
But then, like, this teacher has them go in the corner All right, about one more minute to finish this up. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm so sorry. 
So the last uh, couple protocols that we did are in the decision stage because there's nothing harder than a group of people to like come to a consensus on a decision. But if we do kind of methodical things like this, um, then it helps us get to the best decision as a group. Um, but these are always interesting because you know sometimes you might decide that you really want to go with the new idea even though it's not, it doesn't have the best score, right? Or um, like. With my fourth graders, we were coming up with a name for our little studio that we were doing. And like then we clustered them, and we had kind of two themes, and then we had one idea that was just gold. You know? And so then we did that voting, and that got the most votes, even though this had the most ideas. So just because everyone has like is thinking the same doesn't mean that that's the best idea, right? And so that kind of helps us you know, when we do almost like two in a row, helps us flush out the idea. Because if we said, what has the majority, our studio name would have been like the Donut Studio. Okay, I have a donut theme in my classroom this year. So um, they were all just thinking about donuts, but then this girl had just this amazing idea with what we were doing. And all the other kids were like, yeah, that is such a good idea, you know. And so uh, it allows for those types of things. But um, as we kind of wrap this up and you need to go eat lunch and hopefully go to the one o'clock session um, but uh, we appreciate you being here and obviously we had you do a lot of work but the hope is that by experiencing it that hopefully it sticks a little bit more we, this is like the book with all the protocols in it so we did like a tip of the iceberg on what you can do because PBL can be done in so many different ways and so hopefully this gives you kind of an idea and some tools to be able to do that. So. And there were a few in your packet we didn't get to. And we did change the order a little bit as we progressed here today because, as you know, as teachers, you have to work with how it's going in the classroom. And so it worked for us to make a few adjustments. Um, we never got to the fishbowl or the poster idea, but probably at this point, we would now have a whole class meeting. You've been working in groups. You've got some great ideas. We probably have a whole class meeting, and then at that point, we'd go maybe into the poster session. Now, each of you pick what you like, you know, make your little poster sketch. You can read about that in your packet. And then maybe a fishbowl idea where they would share out their posters. And then we'd probably have to have yet another type of final decision um, on where we would go if we could only choose one. Or we might end up combining some of the ideas. Um, but this kind of just gets all those thoughts, the thoughts flowing. That's really what project-based learning is. Letting them develop ideas and becoming comfortable with that process so they can be problem solvers. So um, there's a few things there in the packet that you can look over and maybe use if you wish, but um, we hope that you enjoyed this and found something useful. Thank you for playing along. I know sometimes when you come to convention, it's nice to just have to sit because it's the one day that you don't actually have to work, but you, you did a good job being students, so we appreciate that. So Don't hesitate. Our emails are on here. We'd yes. love to talk more, but we really appreciate you being here. So. Yes, and thank, thank you for coming. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.